It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. This is is the Go Birds Podcast. Birds podcast presented by Parks, Casino, and Sportsbook. Elliot Shore, Parks, James Selter with you. And we were going to record about 15 seconds ago. And I was like, you ready to go, buddy? And he's like, just got to fire off this tweet. I had to. <laughs> so I'm going to actually I'm gonna actually start with this. It just, oh, it just went out on that. Twitter. Okay. I told you not to check your phone because I didn't want yes. you to see it. Yes. So I'm going to tell you something. And you tell me how crazy it sounds. And then I'll tell you my plan. Are you ready? I love, real quick, just so everyone knows, Ellie just pointed at me too. Okay. He's like, "I'll tell you my plan." I'll tell you my plan. Uh, you're into this, and I love it. Give it to me. We're in the studio together. Just I know we are. All right, talk to me, guys. The Eagles should claim Antonio Brown. Oh no, 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 no! Are you ready for why? Sure. So his, so if you claim him, you only owe his last week's salary, which is six thousand dollars. Yeah, don't care about the money part. Okay, well hold on. Yeah. Ready? Okay. Claim him. Okay. Don't even bring him to Philly. Don't put him on the roster. Just ask him for information about the Bucks. Six thousand dollars. You, he's clearly mad at the Bucks, right? Just have like a four-hour phone call with them. Get all their audibles, all that stuff. The personnel groupings they like. Find out about their offense. It's six thousand dollars. That's nothing to us, right? So he's he basically six thousand dollars in a roster spot is all he would take. Okay, so I get it. Look, all right, how do you think about that? Well, isn't there like a practice squad player you could pick up to do that with? Oh, well, no, none that are as integral as, as, it, as the, I, are I, as mad at the team as he is. It's a it's a re- really interesting thought. Now the, you have to worry about the how it looks publicly, right? I mean, signing Antonio Brown is yeah. is well, going I don't, to I don't be. Have to worry about that. You don't. The yeah. Eagles <laughs> and the yeah. Eagles have been an organization certainly over the last few years that have. Tended to shy away from these type of people. You know, obviously, we talked about the Deshaun Watson thing. Is that a potential thing? But that hasn't happened or anything like that. Other than that, they have not been a, a low-character guy That's organization. Fair. That's you fair. Know? So I, I forgot about that aspect. It would be surprising it. from that perspective. But look, I think in your – because I don't, I don't need it. Look, would the, Antonio Brown make the Eagles better today? Of course he would. Just as a player, I mean, yeah. let's be – I'm not even saying it's perfectly as a frank. Like I mean, I, you're telling me you could take Jalen Rager off the field and put Antonio Brown on the field. Yeah, yeah, that's a win in my book. But I just, I can't do it with this guy. I can't do it. But to your point, in this specific situation, I don't know that he would definitely do it. In your, like, the other question is: Is anyone else going to sign him? Could he actually play in the playoffs or something? Well, it seems like he's going to have ankle surgery. Okay, all right. So or in I don't that, know if it's ankle, whatever. In he's that case, with. if you want to get him to just. Earmuffs, one, two, three, to fuck over the Bucks, and saying. he's in the mood to do that. That's what which I'm ser- 
Okay. Uh, it seems like he's in the mood to do you that. Want me I don't over. know if you saw him you know walk I'm across the end zone with his shirt off, but <laughs> seems like he's in the his general philosophy right now is not pro Buccaneer. Okay. Uh, so look, interesting thought. Could you hire him as a consultant? <laughs> it's basically what you're doing. That's ba- now the only down thing is it's a roster spot, but like I don't know, cut somebody. Like there's, whoever the 53rd guy is, cut whoever's somebody. not going to be active that day anyway. Yeah, exactly. Six thousand dollars. Reed Stinnett. Six thousand dollars is nothing. You know, they spend that. Larry spends that on lunch. You know, like <laughs> no, it's. No. For, for all that information he would give, I think it'd be worth it. Okay. I, it, I'm i not going to say it's the worst idea ever. We'll see what Twitter says. Yeah. And, did you phrase it that way in terms of like just for like not Yes, put- I clarified. I put Eagles should claim Antonio Brown and just pay him his final week salary, around 6000 for information on the Buccaneers. Don't even have to bring him to Philly or play him. Just tell him, just tell him, let him tell you about the Bucks for six k money well spent on their likely first. Okay, I don't hate it. Sure, why not? If that's the whole guise of it, is that legal in the NFL? Like, would I that? Mean, what would stop you? You claim him. He's injured. You're you paying make him, him inactive. So it doesn't matter. Like, I yeah. Don't... Okay. Don't. I hate guess he'd it. have to report to Philly, but outside Elliot, of that, you won me over. There it is. You might not even have to. You might be able to stay in Tampa exactly. Bay. Exactly. <laughs> COVID <laughs> strike. He's in New York. Well, if they're gonna too. play in Tampa Bay anyway, or yeah, he's in yeah. New York. He was just in New York. Yeah. Right. Either way. I mean, I mean, you might have to bring him. To Philly the for like to, to keep like, the facade up, yeah. but whatever. Love it. I don't. You've won me over. You like it. that? <laughs> I do. I feel like the initial reaction is obviously it's like, Whoa! right. Don't sign him. But no, I get. I get it. Just for the information, I I honestly don't hate it. You've won me over very right. quickly. It's not for the player. It's for the information. Very quickly. Look at right. that. All right. Later in the show, we'll get to our parks picks pod. We'll breeze through all our picks. I don't remember how we did last not week. Not great. Wasn't great. But this week. This is Damn the it, week. we're going to do yeah. great. Well, it's a weird when week. When the games don't matter, that's when we shine, say, Elliot. It's a weird week for betting because some games matter, some don't. Some teams are trying, some aren't. It's honestly like betting preseason, which everyone likes to hate on, but it's, gonna it's be a the tough, same exact thing. It's going to be a tough guest line it for is. me, too. Well, I already told you two of them because yes, we were talking about. Yes, you did. We were talking with, with our boss, Rod Lakin, yeah. about some lines action. You know what so. he said to me uh, I thought was interesting? So he's from Arizona, Rod is. Um and me and him were talking as people normally do about uh, <laughs> we DK. were talking like humans, yeah. You know, well, no as as they do in Philly about DK Metcalf, sure, right? sure, 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 sure. And he said in Arizona, people are furious about it as well. And I think it's just good perspective on like every team is mad they passed on DK Metcalf. Yeah, and again, you know me, like I've never been that mad about the DK. Right, Metcalf the DK team. one doesn't like get I'll, to I'll joke about it and whatever. And it's more just because of how bad JJ is, you know, but. I don't really like like we've always talked about. If the medicals said like don't draft this guy, then like whatever. Right. I'm mad about Justin Jefferson because that was just really? a clear mistake. Yeah, uh, yeah, okay. I- <laughs> yeah. Here, I'm gonna do something though. You're, you have no idea I'm doing this. It's unexpected for you. I don't even know how you're gonna react. I'm gonna give a a a skosh of granite to Howie Rose. What's a skosh? A skosh. It means a little bit. Okay, a I like touch. that. Okay, because I can't give him all the credit in the world because he made the mess, right? He made the mess, and now he's cleaning it up. But year one, and I give way more credit to coaching staff. We've talked about that. I think Nick Sirianni is the single most important person this year, the single biggest reason the Eagles are where they are. But Howie didn't have a terrible year. Wow, look at you. <laughs> all right. Starting the new year off. How about that? So Howie had an okay year. I almost tweeted this. And I didn't want to. Feel like I need to wash my mouth out of stuff or something like that. Specifically because I didn't. Are you surprised? I'm surprised. It's baby steps. Like, well, I feel like at a certain point you sound ridiculous if you don't give at least a little credit. Like he did. Like the Carson Wentz trade, that guy stinks. It was a good trade. Like the, I loved the draft night. I was always in on that. I gave credit for that. You were right about Dickerson. 
Landon Dickerson, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Can a Dickerson guy get some love? Yeah, yeah. He's been uh, good. I, you know, I think with where this team is at, I you know, he did draft Jalen Hurts, even if I hated the pick in the moment. Like, well, the Jalen Hurts here. pick is interesting looking back on it because I think everyone, including me, was like, this makes no sense. Don't do it. I mean, and now we're all happy he's here. No all, question. Like, so and, it, and in that pick, no matter what else, he becomes like he's a value at the 53rd pick or whatever. Yeah. The draft. Like, if the draft happens again, he's a first-round pick. Probably, yeah, or at least top of the second. Tua was the fourth pick in the draft. I mean, right. you're definitely taking him out of Tua. Yeah, I mean, I I know. And it's I don't know what other people teams think about him as much. But I agree, he's definitely dropped for 53rd. What's interesting about, I guess we'll just get into a Howie discussion. What's interesting sure. about Howie, got nothing else Howie's about. draft record is... Like, he has misses, but there's a chance that Jordan Mailata and Jalen Hurts could go down as, like, two of the best, I don't know, 10 draft picks any team made in the last whatever year. So, well, you know, my take on my, I think Mailata is the best pick right. that any so, team has made in the past five right. years. And, like, that's Howie. Like, I, I get, like, the whole it's, Stoutland thing. Stoutland blah, blah. is a big part of it. But I agree. I Like, we bottom line, like, you give Howie credit for Correct. making the pick, but I, I think Stoutland is the biggest reason Jordan Mailata is what he is. Yeah, I mean, Howie was the one that told him to go look at Mailata. But you're right. They no, like I, how he gets credit. I'm yes. saying for what Jordan Mailata has become, Jeff Stoutland deserves that credit. But I agree. For with taking that. the chance, for for having the the idea of doing it and all, you got to give him credit. I yeah. Agree. And I like so this is. I mean, we've recorded since they clinched the playoff spot, but since since then, there's been a lot of Howie talk. It seems like that's the thing people have been talking about the most on the station. It's just so crazy to me that the the GM of a team has won, has been in the playoffs for the last five years and won a Super Bowl, and there's debate about if he's good or not. Just like on its surface. I get like, it. And I understand I get it. you if can't. If you just phrase it yes. that way, I if agree. If you just phrase it that way, it's crazy to think that the GM has taken the team to the playoffs for the last five years. They've won the Super Bowl, and, <laughs> they, and it's like it's like some people hate uh, him. Yeah. I, mean, think of, like, I agree. I get it. I like get the, it. Joe Judge, and I know he's not a GM. Joe Judge well, has lost. Just say Gettleman. I mean, yeah, well, Gettleman. but they're going to fire Gettleman. Yeah. But the point I'm making is with Joe Judge, like they're going to keep Joe Judge. It seems, and he is an actual disaster. And oh, so yeah. we can debate. What a clown! I mean, uh, is there anything you and I have been more right on in the history of this podcast than Joe Judge? No, because so many people liked him. So Joe and John on the midday show, I fought with them about. It. They're like, I love his approach. This is going to be great. His Tough approach. guy football. Yeah. And you and I, from the jump, we heard him speak the first time. We're like, clown. Yeah. Clown show. This guy. He is. Yeah, he had yeah, pat my back a little bit. Well, yeah. and that's like the other. I have a schedule take as well. I feel like we're Ooh. just, just all, all over the place. Yeah, we're we all over all, the we're place. We're just jumping in on all the Eagles stuff going on because guess what, Elliot? They're playing a game on Saturday that means nothing. Which somehow, does... some way, the last game of this season where they were two and five and we're calling for the coach's head and all this stuff. They're not even. They don't have to play their guys the last week. So yeah, we could talk about whatever the hell well, we want. Right what's now, what's so crazy about that, and what kind of sucks is like this is the one downside to doing all the divisional games so late. Is like there's going to be two Cowboys games this year. One was Week Three, and it wasn't exciting at all. And the last one's not going to matter mm-hmm. at all, right? So like mm-hmm. that does. And obviously, there's the upside of theoretically it could have been a game that really mattered. And yes. it's like whole Sunday night so you football, do, right. and you're playing for the division and all that. But I agree. I think more often than not. And we'll see it with a lot of these games this weekend. Across, like, really, Chargers-Raiders is the only game that matters well, for both teams. It's the only game. Did you, you know? see the thing where if the Colts lose— It's my favorite thing out there. <laughs> yeah. So if, for those who don't know, if the Colts lose to the Jaguars, the Chargers and the Raiders both make the playoffs with a tie. if they tie. So, like, has there ever been more incentive in the history of the what sport— What do you think they would do? —to just kneel it out? They won't. Like, the NFL will never— like they, the NFL will not allow them to, on Sunday Night Football, kneel out. Like, it just won't happen. But 
what would I do? And what would I want him to do if I were a fan? If let's say I'm a Raiders Neil, fan, yeah. Neil, <laughs> it's not Go even to the close. Yeah, it's not even. What close. are we doing well, here? Well, do you think they would like? I mean, the tough thing is the Colts. I think are at one o'clock, so like, there's not a lot of time in between For them to communicate and whatnot. Well. They could communicate, but I'm saying like the NFL. I wonder if they would like swap a game out or like, I don't think just they can cancel at that it. Point. Or, like, yeah, I don't think they that'd can. That'd be the tough part. But yeah, I mean the teams should they wouldn't kneel. cancel it. I mean, like you know, well there'd be no point in playing it. I agree, but they but they they would play it. But you would kneel if it were me. Yeah, of course I would. You're yeah. saying I can either play and potentially lose and not go to the playoffs, or tie and go to the playoffs no matter what. Yeah, I'm tying if I can. If they'll agree to it for sure. Yeah. Yeah, so would you? Oh, 100 percent That would be look. What a story. What a story. Can you story. imagine Sunday night football? Neil. Right. Neil. Neil clock. It would be like the fastest football. Just it'd be talk. like a, it'd be gone in an hour. It'd be done in an hour. The networks would be like, what do we put on? What yeah. do we do? Like, so that's why I feel like it will never happen, but it's one of my favorite hypotheticals that's happening. Look, I think it's safe to say, you know, we're both rooting for the Jaguars. Big regardless. Time, like, I mean, it would just oh, be amazing. I mean, just for draft pick alone, we should be, right? I mean, every every Eagles fan forgetting what they feel about Carson or whatever should be rooting for the Jaguars in that game because it helps your draft pick. Period. Well, End of story. And just the content would be amazing. Of course. No, yeah. that's the next step. <laughs> yes. It'd yes. be the greatest thing that ever happened. But just flat out bottom line, right? For the Eagles, it's better. Everyone if they should lose. be rooting yes. against the Colts. Flat yes. out. Yes. All right, what were we even talking about? I don't know. I'm sure there are a lot of people rooting for Carson out there, though. Yeah, God, can we talk about how much that guy stinks? Well, we look. What people, people really don't like when we talk about him. It seems. Well, I should say a vocal minority doesn't <laughs> doesn't like when we'll we talk about, about him. We'll hear about it. Is what you're saying? Yeah, there'll be reviews. People leave me in reviews. I mean, it's not my fault he stinks. I didn't choose for Carson Wentz to stink and to be a loser. And... Tell me. All right, hypothetical. Then yes. we'll, we'll move on. I can't remember if I asked you this on the pod. If the Colts. And they would never do this. But let's just follow me on this one. The Colts called the Eagles and said, we want to trade you Carson Wentz. I think you did ask me this. On the pod? Yeah, I said no chance. Okay, never mind then. And I mean, also, then you get into the contract of it all and all that. Like, there's not, Jalen Hurts is a much more valuable asset, period. Yes. Than than Carson Wentz, at least for right now. And you know who drafted him? Yeah. Your boy. My boy. Your boy. Jeffrey Lurie drafted (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Are you happy that Jeffrey Lurie is involved in football? No. Oh, God. Can we not? Yeah, let's move we, on to a real topic. Can we not just needle yeah. your... I gave you a little. All I right? know. Don't take... I give you an inch, you want a mile. Isn't that the phrase? Something like that. Well, you know. Ha- look, if it wasn't for Bill Belichick, how far down the list is GM of the year for Howie? Like, he's not that far. Like, I don't know. Bot, like, top five, top well, six? Well, again, I I give more credit to Nick. So, I, I think Nick Sirianni is, a for me, a top three coach of the year guy. Okay, right? so this I think was, this was should the, win it. Zach Taylor absolutely has to be up there. I'm not even a Zach Taylor fan, but, like, I mean, the Bengals won the AFC North. You know, he should be up there. There are a few guys you put up there, but I think Sirianni is in the top five without a doubt in my mind. So this was the debate I was thinking we could have. Now, we don't have to pit these guys against each other because they're all on the Eagles. But to me, and you know I'm big on Nick Sirianni, I'm big on Jalen, all those things. Like, there's no question if I had to pick one of the three, if you could only pick one of the three, there's no question I'd pick Howie. Like, absolutely wait, no wait, debate. Wait, wait, wait. If up. I could only Hold pick Hold Howie, Sirianni, or Jalen. Are you talking to keep or who is most important for the year? Like, what are you saying if you could just pick one? You're saying like I'm saying, I'm saying, like, if, let's say, the every organization was only allowed to keep one person. Like, well, however you want to phrase so it. you would take Howie? I don't think there's oh, a Oh, I think de- it's Nick debate. by a mile. Oh, I disagree. I wow, disagree. and you— And I who, like Nick. Don't get me wrong. here. I mean, you're, you've are you been Mr. Nick all year. Well, but it's not an anti-Nick take. It's a pro-Howie take. I get it, yeah. but, like— I just don't know how. I mean, I you do you disagree that Nick is the biggest I, reason I they're nine Nick, and seven? I think this Nick year? is like if I was picking head coaches, he'd be in my top five or six. Like I am all in on Nick. I just think 
what this year has shown, and Nick did a phenomenal job, like all those things. I think Nick has like an it factor. This is in no way a shot at Nick at all. Sounds like one. I know. Well, I know. <laughs> but like when you just look at what Howie's done as a general manager, if I have Howie as my GM, I pretty much know I'm going to the playoffs. Wow. And I don't think there's a I mean, lot. They of didn't last year. Just they didn't, right? But they've done it four out of five years. Only two teams in the NFC have done it that much. Yeah. Seven teams in the NFL. Yeah. Okay. So only seven. Yeah. That's still not a lot. No, it's definitely not. Right. But but I mean, I just that's crazy to me. Why? I Why mean, would you, you take Nick? Because I think Nick is great. I do too. But like I'm all in on this guy, and I think I think that. I don't I don't think Howie's as good as you do. Like obviously we've been down right, this road. I, I think Howie had a good year. I'm I think he's on the upswing, so to speak. Like he is definitely I am not as angry at Howie Roseman as I was a year ago at this time. I was not as ready to like but like do I think Howie Roseman is a great general manager? No, I don't. I'm not there yet. Like I need to see because this is the exact thing that happened last time, right? Howie Roseman got humbled. He got stuck in a closet, Chip Kelly bumped him out, whatever. Right. He came back a different person and he kicked butt. And he had two amazing years, and they won the Super Bowl. And then, haughty Howie's back. See, but I don't know if I agree with that. And then it's been a downward trend for three years, and I think he got humbled again. I think the Vikings laughing in his face when he took Jalen Rager humbled him. I think that the 4-11-1 humbled him. I think having Carson Wentz force his way out of Philly because of you humbled him. And I think we're seeing a bit of a different Howie this year, and I need to see it continue. I need to see that go for years before I'm going to be like, "Yeah, Howie's the man. He's back." I, I, I just we've seen this story before. We've seen him go back to being the Howie that is a problem, and I think it is a problem. The way he interacts with others, the the structure, the all those stories that we were so upset about during the offseason, like they don't just go away. They didn't just disappear. Because right. They had a good year. So I can't speak to like. I like the interpersonal things, like how people feel about him. Like, yes, Howie is never going to be like Mr. Popular, right? I agree with that. And I think like a lot of stuff that was reported about like the stuff that happened with Lane and like I definitely agree with you on that aspect of Howie. But when you talk about the foundation and like the structure and how things are run, it's clear that with Howie running the show, the Eagles are one of the best franchises in the league. Like you can debate like they're not Super Bowl contenders, so in that way, like maybe they're not. But in terms of just continually being, uh, continually being in the playoffs, continually being a part of the conversation, and all those things, like it's really hard to continually do that in the NFL. Like really hard. I, I I get it. I do. But at the same time, like you could also, I mean, there are a lot of caveats this season, right? I mean, how many they didn't beat a team with a winning record. They had a so you the caller schedule. on your show today. I thought brought up some really interesting points about how no team in the NFC had a winning record against teams, which above was surprising. But yeah. I then I went through and looked like the Rams have beaten four playoff teams. The Bucks have beaten five playoff teams. Dallas has at least beaten two playoff teams. Like, like, Eagles have beaten none. Well, they Zero. might they might beat one if the Saints if the Saints get in. Get in. Yeah. You're right. Which is favored to happen theoretically. Right. Well, based if they on... beat Dallas, who knows? Now it won't be a real win. Well, but you're, yeah. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. let's not get carried away here. But you know, what I mean, like, I get that point. But like, the Bucks have beaten the Bills. The Bucks have beaten the Patriots. The Bucks yep. have been, like they have real wins. And I know that that Bucks team is different from this Bucks team now yeah. with all the injuries and stuff. I'm not as scared to play the Bucks as I would have been, you know, 6 weeks ago or whatever. But I do think like you have to at least put that in the conversation. That's why I think next year is so important for me for Howie. Like Nick, you can look at and say, "All right, with this roster that he had that most people thought was it wasn't. It turned out it wasn't a bottom 5 roster. I still don't think it's a great roster, but Certainly not a bottom five roster, but a lot of people thought it was a bottom five roster coming into the season, and it's still a deficient roster compared to a lot of these 
better football team. Right. And he took them to nine and seven, and you know, uh, not even needing to play his guys in the last game, and did it through adversity. Got the guys to believe in him. All these things, and even still, as I've said many times, there are a lot of head coaches who've had good first years. Chip Kelly, Ray Rhodes, in this city, much less across the NFL. What's funny is Andy not- and Doug didn't. Which, which is which wild, is right? The yeah. two most successful who, coaches, who, yeah. Who have turned in and be not great coaches. So I'm not saying I'm like, I'm sure about Nick Sirianni. I just feel more confident with what I saw Nick do this year to believe that that he's the guy than I've seen how we have ups and downs, and he's up now. But I've seen why he goes down and when he goes down, and I need to see more from Howie right. in this Because, again, he's got so many chances for head coaches, like all these things that you know most GMs don't get. So I need to see more. But look, again, I said I think how he had a good year, which you know well, is not something I've said before, all right? Well, but I also think— Give me a, give me a, give me a little here. <laughs> the real debate is kind of like what's more important, a GM or a head coach. Which, and, that, and I get that point. If you're going to say that, that most GMs suck if is the right. like, and you want to go how he's better than that, and I can get that, I can understand that. I mean, like, who do you think would be easier to replace of the three, Jalen, Nick, or Howie? I mean, I think— uh, like they're all, I think they'd all be tough to replace, yeah. which is not something like, we would have said like, at the beginning you know, of the like, year. I don't, like, I don't really know. I mean, like, I think Nick like, would be tough to replace. Quarterback's tough. I mean, like, unless you get the guy in the draft, like, it's or go right. trade for someone big. Like, that's a tough thing. Like, we know how how many horrible qu- the Eagles' schedule is a perfect example. Well, we saw Teddy Bridgewater and Trevor Simeon and Daniel Garrett Jones Gilbert. and Garrett Gilbert and Mike Glennon and Jake Fromm and all these like disaster quarterbacks this year. It's tough to get quarterback. I have a, a schedule thought for you. Because okay. you, you said this, and a lot of people say it is like next year will be the real year, right? Well, I saw your tweet. It was have really you looked at their yeah, yeah, their really schedule for next year is not that hard. Yeah. They have I have it right here actually because I was just talking to Ike about it. They have Chicago, Detroit, Houston, um, Jacksonville. So there's so you four, four wins uh, you know, right again, there. And things can Who change. Knows, blah, Justin blah, Fields right. could take a leap next year. Lawrence could take a leap. We don't know. but Right. But if you look at like their opponents, and then the, the other thing is they obviously will play in the NFC, so they get the Giants yep, and Washington yep, yep. twice. So I actually think what happened this year, too, when you look at their schedule, I don't think they had an easy schedule. They just played in the NFC East. Like, no, I like, but they did. I mean, by by record and stuff, they they did have a pretty well, but, but easy saying, schedule. So the like the the thing that I mean, based is, on twenty twenty records, it was the easiest coming in. Correct. But correct. what what I guess what I'm trying to say is they had a last place schedule, right? But what that really did was it gave them the Jets and the Lions. Like it's only two out of set or sorry, it's three out of seventeen games that impacted. The third was the 49ers who ended up being a playoff team. So when you play a last place schedule, it, might it not only be a impacts team, actually. Yes, true. But regardless, like, and yes, I don't think they're that good. because you're playing the full divisions one way or the I'm other, saying, and you're playing yes. your division. The last place schedule only impacts three I games. Think, and when I'm talking about the last game, it's more the context of they only beat the bad teams on the schedule. I, I think that's more where, what people are talking about when they're talking about that this year right. is the fact that they took advantage of the fact that they beat the Jets, they beat the Giants, they beat Washington, they beat, like, the lower-tier teams on their schedule and lost to the Chiefs, to the Chargers, right. to the Raiders, to all these other teams. But, but what I'm saying is— the Eagles are always going to have an easy schedule because the Giants well, are a dumpster fire. I agree. Right? Like, Washington is not in a great spot. So, like, when you look at the schedule next year, I, there's only, to it's me— only four games is the No, NFC's. but look, all right, so, all right, Chicago. We'll do this. This is crazy we're doing this right now, but we might as well. Chicago, probably a win. <laughs> no, like, we're not doing this. Right. This <laughs> is ridiculous. What no, let's doing? just do it really quick. Chicago, <laughs> one win. Dallas— I apologize. Dallas, they're going to lose at Dallas, I would bet. Detroit, that's a win. Houston's a win. <laughs> what are we doing? The Colts are definitely a win. There's no way Carson's beating the 
Eagles. That's four. The Giants are a win. That's five. Let's say they split with Dallas. Six. The Giants another win. Seven. Washington's well, they, they, a win. Real quick, I, they lost the Giants this year. Like we, can't, I'm saying they. Okay. I don't think you could say they're going to sweep the Giants in Washington. They they didn't. This All right. Year. Let's say they split in the division. They go three and three in the division. You can even straight say up. four and two. That's fine. Right, I'll four even give and you two four in the division. division. All right. Five wins. Six wins. Bears, Lions, Texans. That's seven wins. Colts is eight wins. Vikings. I mean, I think the Vikings stink. I, they're going to have a new head coach if I had to bet. And All right, like, nine wins. Jaguars. But again, I, <laughs> Jaguars. Sure, but they're going to lose wins. one of these that we think they're going to win. Right, but the point I'm making is the schedule next year is not as tough as people make it out to be. That's it's fine. T- I don't. I don't think I, I never said the schedule was going to be like way. I know, but I, I'm not saying you have. But a lot of people have kind of said like, "Oh, we'll see next year," right? When they're not playing a last place schedule. Well, if you look, it's like Packers, Colts, and Titans. Those are the only three teams right now that are hard on their schedule. And who knows what the Packers are. We also don't know who any of these teams are going to be next year. Like Again, like we saw Carson Wentz take a leap from year one to year two and an Eagles team that we thought was a 500-type football team right. ended up winning uh, the I Super Bowl. I 100% agree with you. I'm just saying the schedule on the pa- on paper, it's not like you look next year. And yeah, they it's, have... it's not a juggernaut right. schedule, but I also do think that you can say they had an easy schedule this year because they did. You know? Yes, I agree with that. But the point I'm making is, I think it's an easy schedule in large part because of the division they play in, which is not. Well, I think going it makes it easier, but like it's the same thing with like the AFC North. You get four games against the Jags and the Texans. Like yep, you know, yeah, I, I'm not saying the Eagles are the only ones that benefit from it. I just think with how the Giants and Washington are being run right now, those are always going to be viewed as easy games, at I mean, least for the next couple of years. Yeah, until, yeah sure. not for eternity. Sure, but yeah, but even then, I mean, we would have said that last year. I mean, they weren't great, but they won the division. Washington won the division last right. year. You know, so I. And Ron Rivera's a good coach. All they need is a quarterback, and then all of a sudden things change there. You know, so I don't yeah. know. I'm like if if Ru- Russell Wilson goes to one of those two teams, we're looking at it differently, right? Like, I, yeah, if Russell Wilson goes to the Giants, I'd be I'd inter- be much more concerned about Russell Wilson going to Washington than the Giants. I agree. I agree. With that. I agree without with that. without question. Yeah, Giants are bad. Like yeah. roster is bad. Coach is bad. Well, and they're GM's gonna let bad. they're gonna let Gettleman hire the new GM. What? Yeah, that's the plan. Yeah, that's the plan. Yeah. Whoa! What? I didn't see this. What I saw about like, I saw well, the Jones. I, I Jones. should say I think like that. That's what I'm like based off reading and stuff. Like, they're gonna let get up. I thought they just, he's gonna have a large. So they're not it. firing him. They're like promoting him. Is that the idea? Well, so it, to me, it's a, and we're a Giants pod now. But to me, <laughs> can you imagine? I'd rather die. To me, I'd rather not have a podcast than have a Giants. It's a podcast. little bit like when they fired quote unquote fired Howie. Like, if you're going to give Chip a chance, you just got to let him, like, do his thing. So I think with Judge, it's a little bit of, like, they're going to let him pick a guy that he gets along with. But if, I mean, talk about a disaster. Like Unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, giving Joe Judge a say. Well, and also, it- imagine hiring the GM and being like, hey, so you got to work with Joe Judge. Yeah, another, exactly. exactly. Like, good I mean, luck. Especially when there are, like, like, and again, I'm, he's not my guy, but like if Jim Harbaugh is talking about coming back to the NFL, like you're the Giants, you're not going to go look at Jim Harbaugh over. Iron Leftwich. Yeah, like all any these of like these legit guys. candidates, yeah. like Todd it's, Bowles, like whoever, like anybody but Joe Judge. I know. He's the worst coach in the NFL. Yeah, he also, really is. He is such a asshat, man. <laughs> like wow. what a. You didn't even earmuff right, Yeah, well, because I think that's okay, but let's go earmuffs. Well, you still say the word. Earmuffs, one, two, three. Like, what a fucking loser this guy is. He is the biggest nozzle in in maybe that I remember. <laughs> I mean, he, like, acts like he's Bill Belichick with, like, zero well, of the credibility. Like, And then he, he a takes loser. a shot at Ron Rivera. He takes a oh, shot at Pat Shermer. I sent you the quote. Do you saw? I got to find it. I, oh, the quote from the oh, offensive lineman? Oh, it was Devontae, but I think it was the running back. Well, so, no. That it was, was um, Andrew Thomas. The, yeah, no, Andrew Thomas was the one who just said he didn't hear it. So, the Joe Judge had the, like, 
you know, monster rant or right. whatever. And he, the guy goes, I, yeah, I, I didn't. I Devontae Booker was just like, yeah, I don't really know why I care. Yeah, like, it was something like that. Like, was I, like, don't, I don't really care. I didn't tune no, in. He was quote unquote, he's like, I didn't tune in. He's like, I didn't really care what he had to say. Or yes. something. I was yeah. like, whoa, dude. Whoa. Again, I tweeted this, but like Joe Judge is the embarrassment at the podium that people thought Nick Sirianni. Yeah, did. you're right. You're right, man. That's exactly what he is. I didn't see that tweet. It's a good tweet. Thank you. <laughs> he really is. What a loser. God, Joe Judge. Anyway, back to the Eagles, right? We are not a Giants podcast. I know. Thank God. Thank God. Um, all right, what else should we get into with the Eagles? This is probably the least we've ever prepared for a podcast. Well, we actually, always like have an idea. We always talk. We're just like, let's go in. Well, actually, what happened is we had a bit of an idea, and we're just for some reason on all tangents today. But like the COVID stuff, I mean. Oh, yeah, I forgot. That yeah. was the idea initially. Yes. Right. Yes. Let's talk about it. Genius. You're the lead. Go I ahead. I think the <laughs> Eagles are geniuses. I think what the Eagles did was really smart. Well, Making so sure guys gone... get tested. I mean, look, you guys have to have COVID to go on the COVID list. You can't, like, fake that or well, whatever. It's, all, it's just tough. Like, so this is the way they could have done it. If they were going to do it, they would have had the guys that are asymptomatic and also vaccinated volunteer to test. And then, you know, again... Like, you don't want to hope they have COVID. But then whoever I mean, has in this COVID, case, you, I mean, you kind of do. You like, don't want them to get sick or whatever. And obviously, that's the you know, you can't. But, like, the I think they're, like, it's good to get the COVID out of the way in this case. So it's one of those weird things. You don't, it, want, you don't ever want to say anyone you want anyone to get COVID. But there is a tangible benefit for right. the Philadelphia Eagles. And this, those is, guys this conversation. It's, it's a weird thing. This conversation, once again, shows how much the conversation about COVID has changed totally, in the year. Right? Because, totally. like, last year, if Eagles had told people to go on COVID – Nobody would even be hinting at that they did it on no, purpose, right? No, 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 no. So, no. but the the way the Eagles would have done it if they if it's what they did is had asymptomatic people test voluntarily and then hope they again like you have hope, your whole team. Hope they Why test wouldn't positive. you test your whole yeah. team on Monday in well, this specific situation? But my point is they have to volunteer. If you're asymptomatic, okay, my point is tell everyone on the team volunteer because yeah, but that's not a volunteer then. I know, but say, I, I get, but you, I think, you could say, hey, guys, I exactly, know it's volunteering, something but like that. I think it'd make a lot of sense if people test on Monday because of this, 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 and this. Yeah, you would need playoffs, a leader whatever. on the team, hey like guys, Kelsey. Yeah, or, whatever. But, like, yeah. you could do that. I mean, let's be honest. Like, you, you could make that happen. I think it'd be smart to do that, and I hope that's what they did because I think that's super smart. And, look, not to turn it back to Howie, but, like, these are the advantages of having Howie I as will, your GM. I will, like, I will say this kind of stuff, the 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 smartest guy in the room stuff. The chicanery, you know, the, like, the, the you know, kind of uh, market inefficiencies or whatever. Yes, I, knowing I the intricacies Howie of the rule. Howie is better, and... better at that than others. There's no question. And, right. And it, we've seen it many times with that type of stuff. So I, if they did do it, I think it's smart. I mean, the benefit— the weird thing is, like, Jalen's not on it. You would think if they were going to— Well, he just might not have it is the problem. That's the problem. Right. Like, Jalen doesn't have it. Yes, I think they—I'm sure they would have been, like, good with well, Jalen not having to worry about the it. The other like. thing I was thinking is if you go on the COVID list, you don't have to have COVID. You could be a close contact. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, like, you could just call anybody a close contact. But what I found out was actually, like— You have to have COVID to not be tested again, right? Well, no. So, like, let's say you—let's say we were on the Eagles and you were— you know, whatever position. Like, well, there are defined rules for what a close contact. I was going to say, yeah. but like, there's sensors that you have to show the data to oh, I prove they were. I believe clo- it. I believe right. it. Right. So you I can't just it. say like everyone's a close contact. Yeah, is my point. Which makes sense. So I do think it's tough to circumvent the rules. I also think from I think a- the guys have to get COVID. Like that's what it comes down to. And like you can't plan that. You can't. I mean, you could theoretically, but I don't think they would. Or well, did, what it also know? could show is there's just a lot of people walking around that are asymptomatic that have it. Yeah. Like, well, to your point, also, I think Jalen Hurts and Gardner Minshew should not be in the same room together again until. 
until the playoffs. Like, you can't have those guys anywhere near each other. So, would you play Gardner on Saturday night? Yeah, of course. I would not. You'd play Reed Stanette? I'd play Reed Stanette. Really? Just to not even give any If Gardner... the whole purpose is to protect important people, like... Oh, that's I, actually a good point. I get you know Gardner's what? not a starter, but... I about that, but you're right. Gardner is insanely important. He's yeah. certainly more important. Like, you could argue he's more important than some starters. He's more important than, like, Reger perspective. Or, yeah. You know, whoever. Yeah. Obviously. I mean, uh, who right. isn't? But, but, like... <laughs> but I guess what I'm saying is if the whole purpose of, of Saturday night is to protect health, like, the backup quarterback is a very important position. It's a really good point, Elliot. Thank I you. I don't... Look, the last playoff game the Eagles played the backup quarterback, played the majority of the football game. When's the right? last time the I mean, Eagles, let's be honest. When's the last time the Eagles played a playoff game where the starter played the majority of the snaps? Like, well, I mean, Foles was the starter by the time he put, I'm talking about no, I mean, like, the McCown, guy, like, obviously, but right, but, but I was talking about McCown having I know to you come were, into that game. That's what I'm saying. Like, right. Um, I mean, it would be it'd be uh I mean you have to go back to um to Nick as a starter for Chip. I mean, you could yeah. argue he became the he was the backup earlier in that season. Although did he start week one? No, Vic. No, so that one That's wouldn't count either. Like, yeah. in my opinion. So you're talking about the week one. The week one starter when was played the, last the, time ma- the week one starter. It would have had to starter. been played it? the majority of snaps. Because Vic, the well, year- funny enough, it, Kevin Cobb. No, was- no, no. Let's. It's funny enough. It's 2018 because Nick Foles was the week one starter, even though because Wentz was coming back, oh, and he didn't yeah. start week but one. But that's Foles. not in the spirit. I of know the... it's not, but I'm saying technically that's the answer, right? Um, but I mean, you'd have to go back to to like uh uh I guess McNabb. It would have to be McNabb. yeah Donovan. Yeah. Because oh you've... no, it'd be Vic in 2010. Well, no, but oh, no, you remember Cobb started. That's what I'm it. saying. Yeah, so it's McNabb. Yeah. So like, it's been 22 McNabb, years. The Arizona season. The, so the, it's been 22 yeah. years. Since the Eagles, no, nah, it's not right. No, not 22 years. Wow, you're right. 2008 I'm, would be the last time, or 2008, 9, whenever. So, the, like the 14 years or whatever. Yeah, it's a really long time. That it is. is. Cra- and they've been in the playoffs a fair amount since then, so that is yeah. pretty crazy. Thank you, Howie. That- <laughs> and Andy. And Andy, yeah. Thank you, Nick. Damn it. Um, But no, so I think, like, the COVID thing, ultimately, now you don't worry about these guys missing a playoff game, and I don't think I don't think they're going to play there. Just guy. a disaster. I don't think they're gonna. I don't think they're gonna. When you not only knock over one thing, but then that thing knocks over something else, and then it's I know like a chain reaction. That's why you for drinking water during the pot. I'll never do that again. I uh, I don't think they should play their starters. It seems like you're in the same boat. A hundred percent in that boat. Like I, it's crazy to me. Yeah. Pe- like I know there are a lot of look. There are smart people saying like Angelo Batali saying play the starters. Like there are smart people who know football, who know the Eagles, whatever, saying that. So it's asinine to me. I also don't think there's any chance they do. Like, I think, and you made this point in the midday show, like, Nick has been all about, A, keeping guys healthy and be competitive advantage all year. Like, that's yeah. all he talked about all year long, like, over and over and, and over again. I think again. a lot of that's a front office. Like, if you, like, for what it's worth in the whole, like, the front office controlling things, like, my guess is that not playing the starters in the preseason thing was a front uh, office, yeah, like, possible. directive. Yeah. Being like, you're not playing the starters. Yeah. It worked out well. It did. They and now I this is the healthiest season they've had in in, in forever. I still think that uh, it's luck. Ultimately, I, I think I, we've talked. about it. I think I think there is a lot of luck. Yeah, and I don't want to diminish the job yeah. like the training. Look, staff if you tear your Achilles, you tear your Achilles. Yeah, you know, like it just happens. Right. You know, so, especially like Brandon Graham, you're thirty whatever years old and played a lot of football. Like, it just happens. You know. Yeah. So I think there's your Brandon Brooks. It happens anyway, no matter what, whatever happens. Yeah. Well, what's weird about the Brandon Brooks thing is, oh, there's a lot. We I want to get to the Brandon Brooks thing because that came up on the midday show, and I do think it's fascinating. Real quick, let me remind everyone: just download do the Park Sportsbook app. What are we doing here, guys? We are in week 18. Week I know 18. an extra week, and we you would have made money if you listen to us. We've won enough parlays where we are up on the year, and also. Let's be honest, you would have had fun. It would have been a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Think of all the fun you've missed out on. You missed out on fun, but here's the beautiful thing. 
there's still more fun ahead. And there's playoffs. Yes, there's playoffs coming up. There's this week, weird week eight team, which we're going to get the picks to in a bit. You can make some money there. It's an opportunity. There's the national championship game coming up. How about that in college football? So there was this this stretch last year where me and James were following uh, – me and you, I should say. I don't know yes. why I said me and James. Me and James. Me and you were following this – You're saying it for the listeners. Yes. That, that, see, you know what it is? That's pro stuff right there. You I don't do. get it, but you're, you're letting the listener know. We, we were following you this – You could be anybody. It could be that person out in the, the – it could be Rod walking by. You, Rod. Exactly. Right? Yeah. We were following this account that was tweeting out basketball picks oh, every yeah, night. Oh, yeah, buddy. And last night, the account tweeted it again. I got a little – Little itch, little itch, little yeah. itch. It was so, too late by the time I saw it. That's but. the beauty of of same game parlays. Basketball, super fun for that. We had a, Ellie and I had a pretty. It was, was it was getting bad. It like, was a stretch. We were texting each other like three, being like, "Is it out?" Yeah, <laughs> like, we honestly is, didn't is the really, tweet out. We didn't like, even yeah. really care about anything else in our lives but betting on basketball for a little while there. Yeah, and it was a lot of fun. And though. guess what? That's going to be super fun again because once football's done, that's going to happen. But oh yeah, we still have like. Uh, a month and a half of football left, or a month and uh, a week of football left, or whatever. Right. Again, plus the national championship game. There's so much to get involved in. It when is, is that, by the way? It, uh, the tenth. So 10th. I heard that this. Be, is this uh, right? Four days. Alabama's an underdog. Alabama's an underdog. Wow. Think about that. Think about I that might bet betting that. opportunity. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a bit. You're not going to lose actually, to Georgia. I really like Georgia. They're legit. Wow. But you know, I taught Nicobe Dean. My boy, my 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 draft loves. I am all in on. The I don't Kobe know team. a lot about this guy. I'm gonna Watch have, him. It's the linebacker, right? He is. Yeah, dude. Like you know those guys that are just all over the field. It's just like One every play. It's like oh that dude's there again, and and like he's like built. Like he's not like yeah. a little guy or whatever. Well, he's I, like yeah. a, an animal. I do out think there. I do think they should use one of their picks on a linebacker. Like they have to with this defense. If yeah. you're gonna keep Gannon, which you know. I, I, I wouldn't, Which but whatever. Hopefully they will. You I know. wouldn't, they but are, whatever. They're actually up to number eighth, right? Get eight, the eighth man in the league some right now. linebackers. Yeah. <laughs> eighth, eighth, eighth in the league in points allowed, and you don't like them. Like, right. Make it make sense. The quarterbacks he played. Whatever. I just made it make sense. Yeah. Download the app. It's fun to use. It's easy. It's intuitive. And here's the deal. If you sign up now, you get your first bet risk-free up to $500, a $500 risk Free bet. Just download the app in the app store or click parkscasino.com slash PA and use our promo code GOBIRDS. That's G-O-B-I-R-D-S. Get your first bet risk-free. Your risk-free bet is refunded and site credit. The website has all the details. The Park Sportsbook app. You must be 21 and present in Pennsylvania. Game problem call winning 100. Gambler. All right. Uh, go on, sir. You were about to. Uh, what was I talking about? You were speaking about playing the play. Brandon Brooks. Thank you. Okay. I so got there. Here's got my, there. Yeah. Here's my thing with Brandon Brooks. And like. It's a weird one, right? All like not an all obviously not an all time great eagle, but like helped him win the Super Bowl. Great guy, yeah. like Pro Bowl player, that kind of guy. Like I think people just need to move on. Like like he's not well, real. Just to set the scene, it's pretty weird, right? Was it? Week it's one very or week weird. Two he got hurt. It was week two. Week two he gets hurt, and they say eight weeks. Like and they well said they it. didn't. But Lane, they gave the idea, and we Lane, also know the injury, and people are like, it's generally an eight week timeline. And Lane Johnson said six to eight weeks or whatever. Like and you know that's lame, whatever. But like. Whatever. Right. We are 16 weeks later. No, I I agree. I just think like there's probably something else going on that they don't want to talk about. Meaning he doesn't want to play. I, or I don't want to don't... like speculate on it. Like I I think like he's not playing. You think it's not? You think he could play health wise? Or you don't know? You don't. We're, again, that's. I'm just saying he clearly you can't think it's play. It's not necessarily. Just it might not that be the heard. peck. I'm just saying like he clearly can't play. Otherwise, he'd be playing. In my opinion. 
I agree. I mean, yeah. you look at how many, the, the, like, they're down to their third guy there. Like, it's not Jack right. Driscoll anymore. It's it's Nate Herbig, who's been good. But, like, we're talking about losing, like, two layers well, from Brooks. If you could have Brandon Brooks, you would think you would want Brandon Brooks. Well, the other part of this, I think, like, at this point of the season. And now it's it's done. It's too late. O-line's like, cohesion. You're not sticking Brooks in after not playing all season. I wouldn't play Personally, if Brandon yes. Brooks, if they came and said, hey, Brandon Brooks is finally ready. He's good. That's I wouldn't what play him. That's what I'm saying. Like, I agree. I don't get the... It doesn't make it any less weird that like they could have used him, and we haven't heard a thing about him all season. Every time Nick's asked about he's like, no update, whatever. Like, like it is weird. Like, I agree. It the... feels like something that, that should be a, a bigger deal. The way they're handling it is making it weird. Yeah. Like, you could come out and just be like, look, he's out for the year. Like, yeah. the pectoral well, thing. It's the, weird, The right? pec didn't heal the it way we thought. It was worse than we expected. Right. Yeah. He's done. You know, or like it's he had really a setback, weird. anything like that. So I agree. I do think part of it, and this is just me speculating, is like if they plan on cutting Brandon Brooks and he comes back and hurts himself, which let's be honest, like he's hurt himself quite a bit <laughs> yeah, recently, like right? So plays, like yeah. then it makes it harder to cut him. So there's that there's that part of it as that well. That is a really fascinating and if That's you're Brandon, and if you're Brandon, maybe you're saying, "I'm out of here anyway. I'm out of here anyway. At least I get to end the year healthy. Can go somewhere else and start new." And yeah, that's a really interesting. So it could just thought. be that, and they don't yeah. want to say no, it. You're right. Either way, there's definitely like, there's it. The, the, it's weird the way they've handled. They've made it weirder than it needed to be. Would is yes, probably hundred percent the way they handled it has made it weird. Yeah, I and again, especially like if if Jack Driscoll never got hurt. And like just kept playing and stuff, it would never come up. Like it would have never been an issue because Driscoll was playing well, and it was like they're well, rolling. And, and the Herbig's line is well. fine. Yeah, he has, but still, he had that one. The Giants game like played a role in them losing that football he game. Did, with those yes, two holes with the penalty. And then yeah. on top of that, like it is the third string guy. Like yeah. people just get that. You know, you would, so, you would think you would want Brandon Brooks in there. Yeah, and if nothing else, you would think that the team would say, "Here's why Brandon Brooks isn't playing." Yes, like, it's really strange. But it also comes down to a little bit of like. I don't like it is his personal business too. Of course, you know, so Again, like there's I, that, uh, and and we've been through like Brandon has openly admitted that he's had anxiety issues, and I don't know if that's like, what it is. We don't, yeah. I know, but I'm saying like, of course, there could be other things going yes. on. We don't know that they're sure. not wanting to tell for sure, for sure. But I'm with you. It's weird that they wouldn't just say he's done for the year. Yeah, like just, instead of just saying like no update for you, be like, hey, listen, Brandon's not going to play for us again. Right, just say it. Look, he's not he's not Boom. playing again. He's not going to be healthy enough. Yeah, that's it. Okay. Um, anything else on Eagles Cowboys? Uh, we will be on the air uh, Saturday before the game. We'll I get know. that show right up because that show will be about not necessarily just about the game. It'll be about looking ahead and yeah. all that type of stuff. So it'll still be relevant. It won't be one of those. Still listen to Normally it. we would, if we <laughs> did a show like an hour before the game, we probably wouldn't put it up. Right. It's like, well, that was useless. But well, it's I don't think feel we're going like to be talking too much game. about that game other than like maybe a little play the starters. But we both agree on that. We're both, yeah. you know, I don't feel a lot about that. But, um, well, look, I'll just be honest. Like, I want them to win so that they get to 10 wins and that I can feel like I was more mm-hmm. correct. Like, mm-hmm. I think I've already been proven correct ultimately, but like, if they get to 10, then I really feel. So I will go in a similar vein in that Joe DeCamera picked nine wins. So you so want them to go 10. I want them to go 10. Okay. I want to hear him be like, oh, it's a nine. <laughs> it's a good point. Yeah. And we all know Joe DeCamera will the, do that. So, so, but here's what I would say. Remember when I picked it? I picked it. I nailed it. Yeah. Like, so the three people at the station. Me and Jillio, I'm pretty sure the only ones that said they'd go to the playoffs. And Al Morgani. No, no, actually. Joe actually picked him to get the See, seventh but I wild think, card. Did he? I feel like he said he did. they might get it. No, no. In the end, I'm on the show, like I'm telling you, he picked I believe you, I'm asking. He picked yeah. them to go nine and eight and get the last wild card. Oh, so, so he picked them to go wow. to the playoffs. He could end up being, he end up being like he could end up being like completely but it's also dead such on. A hedge to be the last wild card. I agree. Too. It's like kind of a weak pick. Like you at least went I at least for said it. I thought they'd be a playoff. You playout went team. for it, you know. But um but to be fair to Joe, he did he did say playoffs. No, that's luck. There's football guys at the station, <laughs> and they're clearly Jillio, me, and DeCamera. 
it's pretty funny too. When I know. You think about that. If you just line the three, the three up, like and then if you put like Ike and Richie and whoever on the other side, like it's like yeah, like literally, like you're at least like put together. I'm athletic. Yeah, yeah like Joe and Julio, the Joes are like yeah. just. You know, they like, I love them, but they the definitely come line, off as a little here. like yeah. of a nerdy look. Like, that's yes. okay. I yes. think they would admit that. Like, you're not looking at, at Joe Giglio and saying, I'll bet that guy's an awesome football player. Right. Whereas you look at me and you go, he could probably luck into a home run. <laughs> right. That is something I have never, ever, ever, yeah. ever said. Nor do I believe, for what it's worth. We're but no, not, I have no more thoughts about the game. Not I do be litigating. I that do one. think the Cowboys will. Try. We'll try. God, yes. Mike McCarthy's such a bad coach. I know, like, but what it's, a moron. it's good for the Eagles, honestly. It's great. Yeah. Go out and hurt yourselves. Do yeah. whatever. Like, it's so dumb. Mike McCarthy, like, an epically bad coach. I was wrong with... about that one. You were right about that. Thank you. Yeah. That was one of my big I ones. I said in one national hit on, like, a other radio station, that I, I thought you, you, a Mike big... McCarthy <laughs> was the biggest addition of any team made this offseason. And I was like, you're crazy. Yeah. And he, he, even, like, obviously he's been horrible with Dallas. Everyone. I mean, you listen to Dallas fans talk about Mike McCarthy, it's like they're apoplectic. And I don't right. blame them. Like, he's just a moron. Like, he cost them that game. They could have they could have gotten the ball back against Arizona at this time. It, but... Then you look at what Mike LaFleur, is it Mike or Matt? Which Matt, I think, Matt LaFleur is doing with, with Aaron Rodgers. And it's like, wow, man. Like, you were really bad. Like, the fact that Aaron Rodgers doesn't have another Super Bowl win is probably as much Mike McCarthy's fault as anybody. It's unbelievable. Yeah, it really is. So, speaking of that really quick, like, I know they're probably not going to play the Cowboys. They're probably not going to play the Cardinals. But even though McCarthy is a bad head coach, don't you feel like the Dal- Dallas would be low down your ranking? Like, if, like rank your teams. So I've it's kind probably of gone back gonna be Tampa, forth. so it doesn't. Yeah, you know. it doesn't. Like Arizona's won by far. I don't, Still, I, I'm I'm kind of turning to Tampa. Like, oh no, Tampa's I mean, got this function. I get it, hurt. But Tom Brady, I man, agree. you're the one who always. It's Tom Brady. I agree with that. Mike Evans is healthy. He's gonna play. You know, uh, Tom Brady and Mike Evans alone scares me more well, than you put Arizona. Darius Slay on Mike Evans. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm just saying. Like for me, the last month it. it's They've always been Arizona. Guys, I, I still would much, much, much rather play in Arizona. Arizona has not been playing. Kyler well, Murray they, scares it, me way less. Cliff Kingsbury scares me way I agree. less. You're right. I would go like Arizona one A. Tampa would be like one C, and then I would go Rams. I'm not scared. Of I think any I'd of them. go Cowboys. Honestly, I think Dallas. I would be most scared of Dallas for two reasons. And McCarthy does temperate. And look, Dak hasn't been great. Other than right. that game against Washington, he's had a tough. And they're banged up. The they lost Gallup. They lost Gallup, which is an important. Dream and that guy yeah. makes some big plays for them. The thing that scares me about Dallas is they have the most athletic defense of the bunch. Like that when defense, they... when that defense is on, it's scary. Like and it's not always on, but like a couple weeks, like when like that, like Demarcus Lawrence is running down the field with picks and Micah Parsons and like yeah, they got some. Well, talent. they've also dusted the Eagles last two times they played. Yes, them. and also <laughs> more than anything, and this is like because I do think it's all pretty close. Like I think all these teams are in terms of like. You know, what scares you about them? Like, you know, you can point to each and say, all right, yeah, I'm scared of, like, the playmakers on the Rams, but, like, Matthew Stafford's never done it. I need to see that guy do it, and he's looked bad the last couple right. of weeks or whatever. Dak, you know, Dak's been horrible. Like, whatever. Tampa, they've lost all these guys. Arizona, they're just not as good as the other teams. So, like, I think in a basic level is, like, I just don't want to lose to Dallas in the first round of the playoffs. I think more than anything, like, the thing that scares me the most is, like, the worst outcome, which is Dallas beating us. In the well, I also think, like, so, look, there's been a lot of debate on this pod and from everybody I about... I think the Rams are probably the the team... Like, if we're just talking roster, I think they're probably the best roster. So when when I was looking at the Rams, I went and, like, did a little more research on them because I didn't think it would be a realistic first-round opponent. Now it is. 
They they're good. Like yeah. they don't and they what they also don't do, they don't lose to teams they're supposed to lose. And their coach like, is the best of the four coaches we're talking. I mean, you could say Arians, I know we won a Super Bowl, no, but I like, think, Mc- I think Arians McVay's a figurehead. Yeah. I think McVay's the best of these four coaches. The Cooper Cup is probably the best player, offensive player. Aaron Donald probably the best defensive, not probably. Aaron Donald is the best defensive yeah. player on the four teams. Jalen Ramsey, I mean, yeah, and, I mean Parsons. I guess you could say this year is is up there, right? Um, and then and, you know Cooper Cup's like the most dynamic weapon of these four teams. So like, I think you can make a strong argument the Rams are probably the How one many... you don't want to play. And also you got to go all the way to LA. It's like a I agree, a yeah. Thing, you know, how many points would the Eagles have to be underdogs against LA for a few to bet the Eagles? Would you do like seven? Seven and a half. Look, I think the Eagles could keep it close with any of these. So would you? Teams. I'm saying, would you? Would yeah. you bet them seven, seven and a half? Seven and a half. I probably take the Eagles. Would you do it at like four? No. Okay. I I need to be for the Rams. For the Rams, I need to be above seven, and for like the Bucks, like six and a half, seven range. I I'd consider it, but I still might take the Bucks. I might take the Eagles at four. Wow. Wow. And Arizona, I'd take it four, four and a half. I, guess. I mean, for it's worth. I think Arizona is a three point game. They only lost to the Bucks by six last time. And I, and I know, again, but I'm saying from a gambling perspective, yes. it was you're only right, six. You're like, right. You're right. So it's interesting. We'll get there. And did look. you see the uh, tweet, by the way, that um, uh, if you flipped one team, what if you team, if you flipped one loss outcomes on a team schedule, so if they won a won a game by one uh, possession, it's like then seven you would or flip, less, is right? The Eagles will be the best team in the NFC. They'd be eleven and five. Because I guess the Niners was the one. The Niners, possession. the Tampa Bucks counted, Bay. which shouldn't. Have, yeah, but it, but, did. It, but it does. I guess uh, Chargers. I have it written down. I yeah, no, I, I mean it makes sense. Chargers yeah. is one. So that was an uh, interesting looking for Giants. Giants loss is yeah. one. That's interesting. And the only there was only two games that they won by one possession: the Carolina and Washington. All yeah, the well, other ones, they blew They've them out. Yeah, exactly. yeah, for the most part. But then, yes, it's the Chiefs lost, so they'd and obviously g- they that would Dallas gain, lost. They'd gain three wins, I huh, think it is. That's pretty cool. Okay, yeah. I mean, well, I didn't do it. Games, I saw it on Twitter. They lost yeah. those games. but I know. I agree, but um, I think it's a good, like, uh, no, it is. And I, look, I think on Saturday we'll get more into the potential opponents and stuff, too, because I do think it's fascinating. We did a poll on the midday show. Two days of polls. One was what team do you most want to see the Eagles face, and what team do you least want to see the Eagles face? And Tampa Bay won both polls. So it's like really mixed. Up. I agree. You and know, I it's really mixed. The, uh, yeah, I would say again, final one. Then we'll get to the parks. Picks. Yeah, let's get the picks. I would say Arizona, uh, Bucks, and then um, da- L.A. Then Tampa. I mean, then uh, Los Angeles. Yeah, I think I would go Los Angeles in terms of who I most don't want to play. I would go L.A., Dallas, Tampa, Arizona. But I think Dallas and Tampa are pretty close there, and even the Rams. Like, it's not that far apart for any of them. Like, I think the Eagles have a chance against any of them, and I think the Eagles should be an underdog against everyone. Yes. Is that I fair? agree with that. Okay. Cool. All right, so we do the picks. Let's get to the picks, baby. I'm just going to write the parlay down this week. Yeah. I mean, I just feel like our picks we the last— We have track and yeah, whatever. Like, I'm just going to write gonna the parlay. It's going to be a real bummer when we let's go, Let's just like, be on the same team. 15-2, and two, and then we don't check it. But, yeah, let's be on the same team. Let's be on the same team. Okay. I'm going to so, write them down. Wow. All right. You ready for these? I guess so. I'm, I've a, told you two of them. Yeah, I know two. Uh, I don't I actually don't know the Eagles line, which is pretty funny. Well, uh, it'd be a tough one to guess. I feel okay, like. well, I'll take a shot. But I, you told me the Jacksonville. Uh, I guess Indian Jacksonville. We'll get to them. Indian Jacksonville, and uh, you told me the uh, the Bucks and Panthers. Bucks and Panthers. So we'll get to those as we go. Okay. So we'll write down parlay games. Chiefs. This is a Saturday afternoon game. Chiefs at Broncos. Um, so Chiefs with a little something to play for because if Tennessee loses, they can still get the one seed, and I think you probably want to lock in the two seed, but not like a ton to play right. for. 
because um, they've already won the division. Chiefs by nine and a half. Ten and a half. You're way better. Not at that bad. Than I am. Yeah. yeah, and there's a really hard week to do it. This like, is, this a very is hard the one. hardest week because it's like other than the 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 Sunday night game, like it's all these games. It's weird. So I actually kind of like the Chiefs minus ten and a half. That would definitely be my pick. I don't know if we want to put it in the parlay. But I'm I taking think the, the Broncos of nothing. To, I'm taking the Chiefs for sure. Yeah, it's true luck. True okay. luck. I said luck. Luck. Cowboys. Luck. Cowboys at Eagles. Do you want to save that one or just guess it? I might as well just guess. It's a meaning. Who cares about this game? I I would guess uh, like with all the talk about Dallas playing their players, and I think people assume the Eagles won't. I would say it's a Dallas line. Yeah. Dallas by, I'm trying to decide whether seven or eight. I'll go seven. Five. So oh. they, they must be hedging a little bit. So hedging I don't know if you saw bit. this, but Dallas had COVID issues. So that right. might have Parsons and a few others. So yeah, that's true. That makes sense. I'll take the Eagles. Uh, well, I don't know. They got smoked in all their Yeah, I'll take Dallas. No, nah, you know Dallas. what? No, 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 no. We're not even keeping track. Eagles. Go all Birds. Right, Last game of the year. Come on. Not a parlay game, though. Game um, doesn't matter. No, no. Bears at Vikings. Oh, my God. Talk about it. Vikings are eliminated, right? The only yeah. two teams in NFC that are alive are the 49ers Niners and Saints. Saints one yeah. of those two. Yeah, so like what a crabby game this is. Uh, where is it? Uh, Minnesota. Oh, man, I don't even see this. Is I don't even know how to read these lines. Like the Bears probably want it more, I guess. I don't know. I Minnesota by four. Five and a half. Okay. It's a good guess. I'm, I'm happy what do the Vikings have to play for? But I just think they're saying Minnesota's better. Neither if team... I were the Vikings, I wouldn't play Kirk Cousins. I'd be like, you know what? Like who knows what the offseason's going to hold? I don't it's want like, you bro, getting get injured. Out of here. Yeah. Um, Bengals at Browns. So Burrow definitely not playing. And is I'm that get, definite? Oh, he said he is not playing. Okay, all right. So I would guess Cleveland's a favorite, um, even though they have nothing to play for either, but Case Keenum is better than Baker Mayfield, so that helps them. I'll say uh, Browns by three. Six. Wow, Browns by six. Wow, so I they w- really think the Bengals are sitting everyone. I was thinking if I covered the Browns, my like opinion this week would be they should be embarrassed that they're playing a game in Cleveland where Cincinnati's resting the start. Absolutely, they like, should They should be. be embarrassed by that. Well, and especially when you look at like Joe Burrow's what they thought Baker Mayfield was going right. to be for them. And he's just way By better. the way, uh, real quick, because we've talked about it, I... you and I have done the whole... like. I mean, obviously it's Mahomes first, but you even said you consider taking Herbert over Yeah, Rose. I would, yeah. I might have Burrow ahead of Herbert. <sighs> Look, I liked him more coming out of the draft. I'm not disputing that We loved Burrow. Much. Like, we were yeah. on this pod saying, that dude's going to be a star, and he's a star. He Burrow's is. so good. He's, he's torn his ACL. swagger. I know, but he's- He's got the- mm, There's just I something agree. about that dude. But he's not super mobile, and he's torn his ACL. I might like, go Burrow over Herbert. I'm not, look, I might I'm go not Burrow fighting Herbert. you on I'm it. I'm still- I would still take Mahomes one. I know you've edged on that with Herbert a bit. Like, I would still take Mahomes one, but I might take Burrow two to start a team. I might. I'm thinking about it. it I wouldn't hate it. Okay. Packers at Lions. Nobody with anything to play for in this one, right? Because the Packers have one. Packers up. Are already locked yeah. in. They've literally nothing to play for. They will rest their guy. I, I, they will rest Rodgers. You would think, right? Packers by three, three and a half. Ah! Oh no, I'm sorry. They're Lions. Un- they're underdogs. I was yeah. gonna say, I'll bet you the Lions are favored. I didn't have the balls it's in to Detroit. Do it. Yeah, because yeah. the Lions are playing hard. That makes sense. I would like the Lions minus three and a half. Sure. Yeah, the Lions are playing hard. Plus, they have the best player in football, Amon Ra St. Brown. Thank you for winning me the WIP Fantasy. Oh, you won? Cha- I won. Wow, congrats. You didn't even know. No, I checked out. You're 2021 WIP Fantasy champion. When you screwed me out of starting Jalen Hurts. Yeah, in the I didn't screw you. That was Talked your me out fault. Of it. I would have won. <laughs> your fault. Um, Colts at Jaguars. This is the line you know. But. Yeah, you told what 15 and a half. I would bet the Jaguars. I will plus take the Jaguars all day. I heard an amazing stat. Listen to this one. This was on one of those CBS minutes on, right. on WIP. Since 2014, I know this stat. Because you know this stat. It's amazing. It's unbelievable that the the Jaguar or the Colts are like 
one in eleven or one in ten against the spread against the Jaguars. Well, they haven't won in Jacksonville. They haven't won since in Jacksonville 2014. since twenty fourteen, and they're like uh, like one in ten against the spread or something. Like and that. also, just picture like picture like the pressure on you Carson. Know, they'll like, win, but you know it, Carson's going to make it closer than ass. Do he's going to turtle up because he always does. Cause he's a loser. Yes, I will. I d- d- parlay game. Par- yes, I Jaguars, agree. Jaguars parlay plus fifteen and a half. Lock yes. that that. Lock. We might bet on that game just individually. We should like, do a money line bet. Yeah. All right. Love it. Um, oh, please lose and set up that hypothetical. Anyway, go ahead. Steelers at Ravens. Oh, can you imagine Carson? Neither losing team him? to play can for. Can you right? imagine Carson losing a must-win game against the worst team in football? Oh, 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 oh it'd no, be amazing. Please, I don't ask for money. <laughs> okay, what's next? Steelers at Ravens. Um. So Steelers, I think, are like technically alive, and the Ravens are not, if I'm not mistaken. I don't. I. I've. Too I'm much almost, going on with the NFC. Almost positive about that. Um, Wait, so the Ravens might not make the playoffs? Ravens are not making the playoffs, buddy. Ravens wow. are out. Ravens are out. Ravens I have are, not been following the AFC. Yeah. So I guess I Steelers by four. Maybe more. Ravens minus six. What? I mean, I, unless I wrote it down wrong. So maybe do the Ravens still have a tiny chance to make the post? I don't think so. Hold on. Keep talking. I'm going to look it up. Yeah, it's Ravens minus six. That doesn't make any sense. Um,. I don't think the Ravens are eliminated. I'm pretty sure they are. This is tremendous podcasting right I'm now. I'm looking it up. Uh, we should talk somewhat. I could have sworn that... Okay, so here we go. In the hunt. Oh, the Ra- so the Ravens... Wait, the Ravens don't have a tie? They have, they mix this up. They have the Steelers and the Ravens. Oh, oh, In I the hunt. I Colts, Chargers. Yeah, there it is. So the Steelers, so the Ravens are technically in it, but they're lower than the Steelers. So they, they have like a... It's at home, though. They have a 3% chance to make the playoffs, the Ravens. Well, what are the Steelers' chances? And the game's 6%. in the game's in Baltimore, so you figure they get the three, and then I guess that yeah, I don't know why. I well, we're not going to bet it either way. No, we're not. Titans at Texans. I would take the the Steelers though. I would tell Ben's last game, all that stuff. Um, what were you going to say? Uh, Titans at Texans. So I mean, this has to be big. I mean, the Titans, are although playing for the not as seat. big as you would think. Wow. I was, so said. now that you said that I was going to guess like 15, but I guess it's not, I'll go, I'll go like 12, 10. What? Well, but like, do the Titans have a lot? To, I guess they Titans need... are playing for the one seed. Literally. Yeah. If the Titans win, they get the one seed. I'm it's taking in the Houston. I, parlay game for me. Houston's cooked. They gave up last week. They're done. All right. So I, Titans minus 10 in the parlay is what you're saying. It's for the one seed. All right. How, hold up. I don't, I know Houston's better than Jacksonville, but why are the Colts 15 and a half point favorites? I, dude, that's what I'm saying. This Colts line is wild to me. It's the worst Am line I missing of... something? Like, is Trevor Lawrence not I almost playing? don't like... want to not even do a parlay and just bet all our winnings on the Jaguars line. Whew. Not the money line, just the Jaguars line. We're not going to do it, but I'm just huh, saying. That's fun, though. Jaguars plus 15 and a half. I've, like, lock of the century. <sighs> it's just such a weird line that, like. So, yeah, it makes you feel like the right. Colts are going to blow them out because it's like, how could it be that far? Washington at Giants. Oh my God! Is what a horrible football game! Like what a it is kind of a joy to see these two teams just languish. Right. And, um, it, where is it? New York. Washington by five and a half. Seven. Should be. Should I mean, be. the Giants like, are that bad. I'll be interested to see the post game handshake between Joe Judge and Ron Rivera. Um, <laughs> I mean, they, just to think about how much better Taylor Heineke is than Jake Fromm. It probably should be more. Honestly, that might be a parlay game, Washington. Because right, Ron Rivera's last guys will play to bet hard against the Giants. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, we got to narrow it down this week. I, mean, I think the we Giants lose by thirty last week. The Giants yeah, they lose could. by thirty. They could. Like, they just did to the Bears. The Bears beat them twenty nine right. to three. You're right. That's a good point. Um, 
Uh, Carolina at Tampa. Uh, this is the other one you told me already. Was right? weird, yeah. Yeah, so what it's was Tampa it? minus eight? Minus eight, which is just weird. With the, and I get, you would I, think it'd be like Colts are minus fifteen. That's another one like, you think it'd be like fifteen or whatever. I mean, I'm gonna double check that. Colts is it in Tampa? Or in Carolina? Uh, it's in. It, it must is, be in Carolina, right? It is in Tampa. Oh, what? Yeah, Colts wow. minus fifteen and a half. That is crazy to me. I don't get it, the Bucks line. I mean, I'll take the Bucks, but I don't feel super strongly about. Like, yeah, it's I get not it. a parlay. It game. makes me feel like they they're not sure if everyone's going to play or this or that because it doesn't really like the Bucks won the division. Like they're playing for seeding, it doesn't really matter that much. I guess you'd rather not play Arizona. You'd rather be at least the three seed. But I mean, yeah, I agree with all that. Yeah, it's weird. Patriots at Dolphins. Your Dolphins, not guys. in the playoffs for a second year in a row. Yeah. Well, Brian Flores. You know, they were one. Would you seven. take Sirianni over Flores? I mean, don't don't make me. It's like uh, Sophie's choice. I choosing between my children here. I can't do that. Come on. Um, I do love Brian Flores, though. I, I know do. You do. I do. Doesn't make the playoffs, but yeah. Um, <laughs> He's got two as his quarterback. He won ten would you games have, last year. Would you rather have Howie as your GM or Flores as your head coach? Flores. Yeah, I can tell in your heart you know it's Howie, <laughs> and you just don't want to say it. No. Um, Flores, love that guy. I do you want to guess it? Uh, and Pat's already. Uh, oh, can Pat's can still win the division, right? If the Bills lose, right? The, the Bills line's a big one. Yeah. Um, I guess Pat's by seven, eight. Okay. I don't like that in a parlay. I'm though. really impressed with how close I'm getting on you these. You are. This doing is a very really good. hard week to There's do. only a few more, too, and you're <laughs> yes. pretty good. Yes. All I'm right, excited so for the playoffs. I'm going to crush these playoffs. You are. Yeah. I can't wait. Saints at Falcons. Saints at Falcons. God, Playoff implications. Yeah, I, I mean, have it's got to be Saints. I think the Falcons win this game. Whoa. I Can you imagine? The, the Saints, Saints are losing? playing. Like, who's even starting a quarterback for them? Taysom. Yeah, I'm, I'm picking the Falcons. I'll go Saints by eight. A fun money line bet, if you want to throw your money away, would be Falcons and Jaguars money line. Can you imagine? Sounds Saints by eight. Uh, four and a half. Wow, that is interesting. In Atlanta. Atlanta is literally nothing, nothing to, play to play for. for I but mean, they, if you're an Atlanta fan, you want the Well, blues. I wonder if Matt Ryan's last game, potentially. Sure. I don't know if that yes. plays in. So, Probably isn't going to be his last game, though. He's going to hang. Jets at Bills. Oh, wow. Uh, Bills by 16. 16 and a half. Is it really? Yeah. Good job. I figured, um, I, I'm like, as weird as that Colts line is, they can't make it more than the freaking yeah. Bills lines. That's why I went above it. So which would you, where do you go in there? I'll take the Bills. I think they handle business. Uh, Seahawks at Cardinals. Interesting game because the Cardinals, I guess the Cardinals kind of need to win, but not, I mean, they're not going to win. the. I, I think mean, they're going to they try could, to win. Because yeah. the Niners, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Cardinals by four. Six and a half. Okay, that's fair. Seattle looked good last week. I would like the Seahawks plus six and a half there. I think I would too. Yeah. I don't think it's a party game, but I like Seahawks. 49ers at Rams. Again, big game. The game, game I mean, this is other than Chargers, Raiders is the biggest game right. of the week, in my opinion. Um, Rams playing for the two seed. Niners, Niners playing, playing to get, to get in, in the playoffs. I will Trey say, Lance, maybe, or Garoppolo. Yeah, I, Trey Lance is not good. Yeah. Well, I don't know. He yeah, hasn't played a lot. He might be down the road. I, oh, yeah, I'm yeah, saying right now today, sure. like that dude doesn't scare me at all. Um, uh, watching that game, like he was just all especially over against that defense. Yeah, uh, I'll say Rams by five and a half. So it's Rams four and a half. My betting advice would be get this in now because if it's Trey Lance, I think that four and a half is like. A I steal. agree with you, and I'm taking the Rams too. Um, I'll put that as a parlay. It's a par- parlay. Rams minus four and a half. Uh, Chargers at Raiders, the game in a, it's in L. A. So it's. So can we bet on a zero-zero tie? Assuming then, honestly, I wonder if you can bet. I'm sure you. can. You can, can of course, yeah. you can. That'd be a good bet. Astronomical. So, so you probably get like plus thirty thousand or whatever. Not quite that. I nothing's ever that. But it'd be like plus ten thousand. Honestly, it wouldn't be a bad bet now to bet the tie, 
because and then just hope that the Jaguars win. Look, to go into overtime is plus fourteen hundred. I mean that alone. Imagine it betting. Here we go. Chargers, L.A. Chargers tie, tie, tie plus four thousand. But can you bet a zero zero tie? Because that would be like that much more. Well, you could bet a tie, and then you could bet uh, the under. Okay. You could also take the under to like. But I'm sure know. picking exact score. I guess you can't. But that would be like insane odds. To but zero. I'm saying if you want to like go in the app, you can get the under to as low as. 36 and a half, it looks like, is the lowest it'll go. Off At the, what? Like plus? Um, what are the odds for that? Let me, hold on. Exact winning margin. Well, you couldn't do that. Total points, game props. I can't. It's I'm using the little thing. But my point is what you could do is you could bet the under. So you would parlay the under with a tie. Which would be And just bring the tie odds. all the way down. Yeah, you, you'd get a ton. So that would be a fun bet. Throw a few bucks on it. I mean, if you Shackles. throw like five bucks on it, you can win like multiple thousands of dollars. Yeah, so, exactly. You know? Game. All right. Um, so what's your guess for the uh Oh, oh, um where is it? In LA. Chargers by six. Three. Wow, really? Yeah. So they're wow. Okay. So I'm you, surprised. Do you want that one? In I don't even know which way to go on it. No, not a parlay game. It's which is funny because it's the only game that matters and we right. want to put it in the morning. But I don't I mean I don't know. I don't I guess I'll take the points, but like I don't feel I think the Chargers are better, so I'll take the points. I guess feels like the Chargers are around. I think the Chargers win. All right, but, let's build the parlay. Okay, I, there were four games that stood out to me. I think it's easy. All right, which were they? It was Rams. Tennessee, Tennessee, the Rams, Jags, and Washington. Okay, Boom. let me put it in really quick. Boom. So, I actually feel really good about this parlay. We're winning our last Jags. Play. I mean, until our playoff. Play. The Chiefs we had in that. Oh, no. I've no, no, not the no, Chiefs. No. Okay. I like the Chiefs. Let me take the tie off of this first. Um, Rams. Let me find it. Uh, All right. Rams minus four and a half. The Titans. Who are they playing again? The Titans are playing the Texans. Titans minus 10. And I need Washington. So that gets us to plus 1203. So 10 bucks would win 120. I like that one. Yeah. Here's an interesting question before we wrap it up. Yes. So there's a there's a bet in is here. Is it a final thought or is it a It's a not a final okay. thought. Okay. Okay. There's a bet in I here. I didn't hate them, so I didn't know. Well, no, I have one today. Oh, buddy. There's a fi- so there's a there's a bet in here where you can bet the final score to be odd or even, right? Mm-hmm. So like the total point. So if it was, you know, yeah. 10 whatever. 10 to you 10 would be 20 if Exactly. 13 to-, to 10 would be odd, right? Okay. If it's 0-0 zero, zero tie and you bet odd or even, what happens? Do you think it just cancels out? I think it cancels out. Okay. That would be my guess because it's zero not odd. is not odd or even. No. Correct? No. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I thought. Zero, I don't think zero is yeah. technically a number, right? I don't know how that works, but either way. Well, I think it is a number, but you're right. It might not like technically. I think, I think technically it's considered it like a placeholder. Yeah. Right. Exactly. But it's a jersey number, so there's that. No, you're right. It's an and it's a phone number too. So, but you're right that I don't think it's technically considered. Yeah. A number. It's a really look at you with the weird, interesting hypotheticals. I love Thank it. Thank you. All right. Um. We are at the final thought stage of the podcast. How about that? So Which sometimes it's nothing and today right. is something. So final I ordered thoughts. a soccer jersey. As usual. From, yeah, from Brazil. I ordered it back in July, right? <laughs> Still haven't gotten it. Oh I've been- I I've give been, up on that one, Well, the, so I've been emailing back <laughs> and forth with these people, and I've had to use Google Translate to like put my, and it's, mm-hmm. you know, it's a lot of like, and I moved. So when I ordered, I live in Westchester. Now I'm in Philly. So I had to like explain that to them and they wouldn't let me. And that like, blah, blah, blah. Long story, it came today. So <laughs> seven months, Long story short. seven months it took me to get this jersey, but it's here. 
You saw, so, like, was it just like a monumental? Yeah, like, it's a cool looking jersey. And retrospect, it was not getting worth, it. My oh point. yeah. Although yeah. honestly, at this point, I'm a little over it. Well, like, of course, I'm sure it was like it's seven killed months. the buzz. Yeah. Um. So, did you learn any Portuguese out of this? No. Not I just I use Google with Translate. All the, you know, you I know. I just use Google Translate. I once dated a Portuguese girl. Interesting where this Tried goes. to learn Portuguese. Oh. Bought a little, Did you learn this any? Is like, this is like, oh, two or whatever. So like before, like, you would just so like- you were like, what, 30? I bought a little- <laughs> I bought a little book, like a little Portuguese wow. book. I tried to learn Portuguese. That's very O2, by the way. Yeah, it was. Here's yeah. my takeaway. Other than the fact that Portuguese women are top- <laughs> Uh, Emily, like, oh, it was actually like 04. Right, yeah. Excuse me, it was 04 because it was right when I finished college. So 04, 05. Right. That's exactly what it was. Um, uh, Portuguese women. A plus. Um, Portuguese is a tough fuck. <laughs> Earmuffs. One, two, three. Portuguese is a tough fucking language, I'm man. I'm sure. Port, like tougher than, like not that I'm a language guy, but like it's like a mishmash of multiple languages. It's really hard. Portuguese well, I definitely, is tough. So I think props without, to anyone who learned Portuguese. So I took Spanish for two years in high school. Mm-hmm. In the first year, I got like a C minus. I like didn't barely learn anything. And then I took Spanish too. And we had a teacher that like was just a bad teacher. And we would just cheat on our tests all the time. Good like, for you. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. So I got through <laughs> it. Yeah. <laughs> so I think about this all the time that I let him older. It's so like- I sit here and I'm like, I would like to know Spanish. Yeah. And I'm like, Elliot, you took two years of Spanish. Well, you, the key is to teach it when they're young. You know, that's because your brain honestly, is- honestly, I think there's an argument for like going to school when you're older and you appreciate it more. Like I took- I took Because well, no, the brain is more fertile for it. Like the brain- Yeah, but no, you're not paying to, attention. But it's easier to learn when you're younger. I'm telling- this is, this is not- This is inarguable. This is scientifically studied. Like it is easier to learn a language when you're a kid. Like I, flat out. Okay, I'm not disputing you on that. Okay. The only thing I'm saying is when I mean, you're it's younger- It's not the only way. Like my mom's trilingual. My mom speaks Spanish and French and English and wow. she learned them- She learned both Spanish and French later. Like- like I would go against your- That'd go against your fact. Yeah, no, French she learned when she was a kid. But then Spanish she learned later. So French I'm, she learned as a kid though. I'm not disputing with you that it's easier to learn a language. It's a fact. When you're, I agree with you. Yeah. Not disputing you. But what I am saying is, I think when you're older, you and you more, you're more excited to learn. Like you see, it's harder to learn. It's harder to, to like your yeah. brain has all its folds and all you that. You got to tell me. I forget everything. I know. Like, I can't you imagine too, having buddy. to learn a language. Right I know. Now. Well, I, I, the SATs. I, I would love to learn a language. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I have if you rate and review the podcast. Um, five stars only. Yeah. I I definitely um. Wish I knew a language, but I've totally given up on that. My, my, I would like to learn an instrument. I feel like that's something I could do. The piano. Yeah, I, I agree. I'd like to learn the guitar. I'm yeah. watching Yellowstone and all the cat. Oh, here's my actual. Friend. Oh yeah, you you're really on me about it. Yeah, Fritz yeah. is even more on me. Well, Fritz, Fritz told me about it. We yeah. text about it, so Fritz, you could Fritz be included gave me in one that of his like you... class. Yeah, I, I, there's no way I'll catch up to you guys. No, I watched it. all four seasons. Yeah, in the last it one. would take me six months to get. Yeah. Um, uh, Fritz texted me like one of his classic like. There's nothing I need more in this world than you to watch Yellowstone. It's, it's so the thing good. I need the most. So, did you watch Sons of Anarchy? I watched the first season. So when I was watching, Sons I have of- so many shows like that where I watch like a season or a few episodes. And I just and I like Sons of Anarchy. Good show. I liked it. Like it was entertaining. I just I didn't keep. I up. was like that with uh, what's the one about cooking meth and the math teacher? Oh, Breaking, Breaking Bad. Bad. Yeah. yeah, you should have stuck with that. Ah, uh, yeah, I watched. I kid you not, the entire thing except the final episode. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I agree. Life. I'm just letting you know what I did. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. Cool. Same page. So when I was watching Sons of Anarchy, I really wanted to be like in a biker gang, right? You and, liked that Jax guy, didn't you? Yeah, for sure. I could see it. You, you kind of look like a, you could look that thank way. Thank you. But, I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah. I mean, he's better looking. He's yeah. gorgeous, that guy. Well, once I get in shape. He is, he is high level handsome. Yes, he he's yes. definitely. Yeah. Um, I think he's also actually uh, British. 
Is he really? He was in yeah. um, a movie where it's he had got a Peg accent. Bundy in Sons of Anarchy, which is great. But now that I'm watching Yellowstone and I've texted Jack this, I'm like, should I just become a cowboy? <laughs> Can I think of someone who's less? I know. Got you with the- Me and Fritz. And if you notice, Fritz has on- um, Fritz also, like, yeah, I know. He's been wearing flannels. He's wearing flannels All a lot. the time. Yeah. This is like his third flannel in the last week and a half. So and good. I'm like, what is yeah. going on with you, buddy? That- he's texted me. He's wearing flannels because of Yellowstone. That's pretty weird. Yeah. I'm just going to say. So so I should watch it, though. It's like entertaining and good. It's extremely good. Yeah, that's what I, I hear. It's I, I actually hear. think- and this is like last minute of the pod because we have to wrap it up. Literally. And I yeah. would never tweet this or even honestly tell most. I lo- real quick, one of my favorite things on the podcast, about the podcast, is when you say I would never tweet this. But I wouldn't I'll even say tell it, like some of my best friends I'll this. say it recorded forever. Now, yeah, go ahead. I wouldn't even. <laughs> I kid you not. I have like two text messages with two of my good groups of friends. Uh-huh. I would not put this in either this one. This is phenomenal. I think Yellowstone leader. is better than Succession. Oh, that's horrible. But I haven't seen it. I can't say that. That's unfair. I don't want to be like you with the Die Hard thing. Well, you can feel it. If you're like I have it. not seen it, but like I think Succession is the best show on television. So like, here would be why. None. Here would be why. It has very similar elements about like trying to take over something, but I think Succession at time gets too confusing. Yellowstone well, is simple. You. Be, yeah, well, be I'm little, saying for me. Smarter, I'm not saying buddy. for the whole population. Oh, I think Succession is so good. There, it's a, this oh, is a pro, this is a pro Yellowstone season. I thought it was so great this It was. Week. It was great. Another great season. I think Yellowstone might be better. I mean, come on. Don't ruin it. You're right. You know what? I'm going to go back and edit out what I just said. For anyone who's not, spoiler alert for Succession, but I'm not going to say anymore because now it's Yeah, but you- I'm going to edit it out. I just made a mark. I'm going to go back and say- I only said one word, and And honestly, it doesn't necessarily give it away, but like you can kind of like at least guess something in a direction. What a great ending. It was an amazing ending. No, no. I agree. All right. I got to watch Yellowstone. We'll make it happen. All right. For a pod where we we didn't even know what we were going to say, we said a lot. How about that? That's all, uh, all we know. <laughs> Saturday, 1 to 3, check us out. He's William James. Talk to you.